Hello, everybody, to another episode of Stella's Talking. Today, I have Anita Flores. Uh, uh, she likes to go by Anna, so <laughs> we're going to call her Anna. Both are correct. Yeah, both are correct. <laughs> so, hello, Anna. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah? You're yeah. good? I could say I'm good, but I feel like okay is... Is, is what? Is, 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 is more accurate. Is more accurate? Yeah. I mean, that... It's not as like extreme. Is good extreme? Kind of, I feel. Like, good means you're good in all facets of your day, right? Like, you're good. I always felt like good meant okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't but I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying. Like, it is more neutral. <laughs> okay is way more neutral than good, because the good yeah. is, like, you're pointing in that direction. Yeah, plus, like, you know, okay means, like, perhaps it could get better. You know, <laughs> this has got really sad. <laughs> okay, I mean, means wait, like maybe what? I could get better. <laughs> Does it? I mean, the, why do you think like? I don't know. I feel like good is. I feel like good is a lot higher up on the scale than people like to think it is. It, I, I will give you that. There's credit. like great, good, okay, bad. Great, good, okay, and bad. Um, and then terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can keep going that <laughs> other way as well. I mean, but like, what, what about good implies that there's a possibility of it being better. I mean, if, if anything, good means, like, I would say it's, like, more likely that you'll be okay. I don't know. I feel like okay is just a lot more of a medium, you know. You're correct. I'll give you Great that. Great is the best. And then good is, like, you're good. You're solid. You're straight. It's been a... I feel like that's been okay. A, no. no. Okay is like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm living. I breathe today. <laughs> I think I also took a shit today. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. I'm good. That's what that means. <laughs> You're um, good. I'm okay. <laughs> same shit. Whatever. I guess. Uh, well, that's cool. Shit. We were talking about your Twitter feed earlier. Yeah, we were talking about my Twitter feed. You, you, you shouldn't be tweeting while you're driving, huh? Look, I, I try and do it at stoplights. Oh, okay. And I'm a very, I have great vision, like great peripheral vision. And okay. I And I also learned how to kind of type with one hand in a way that I don't have to be looking at my phone. I'm not advocating for <laughs> tweeting <laughs> while driving. It sounded like you were. I it just think like personally. <laughs> Uh, I uh, yeah, I have decreased yeah. the danger yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> level, but yes, I I tweet sometimes while I'm driving, no, or I come up with really good tweets while I'm driving. <laughs> uh, now, if anybody's ever seen your Twitter feed, mm-hmm. um, um, they don't think a sober person would have made it now, would they? I mean, probably <laughs> your, your, not. Your Twitter feed is weird. They're dude. a little bit. They're they don't make a lot of sense with really. each other. A lot of yeah. tweets are one-word tweets. Sometimes they're not even words. Sometimes they're just sounds, like, ugh, or, like, wazam or something. <laughs> I hope I've never tweeted wazam. I don't think you have. Good, I've good. never seen it. Or but, just, like, uh, or just, you know, random thoughts, phrases. Right. Things that I hear people say. Because um, everybody knows you. people read their own Twitter feed more than anybody reads. No, you don't? I don't you know I, what? I believe that. I don't look at my Twitter. I actually feed. believe that. Why? I don't know, but I do. What the fuck? I do believe that. <laughs> wait, wait. So, you, so you're, you're telling me that you think most people go back to their own Twitter feed yeah. and read over what they... <laughs> yes. Why? Because, I mean, the, way, the reason why I do it is because it's like some sort of 
summary of the days, you know, the 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 places the brain has went throughout the day, you know, like okay, this is what I guess I could see that. Uh, the same reason I watch my own Snapchat story, right? Uh, to yeah, like I be like, I, I sure. this is what I did today. When I look at my own Twitter feed, I'm like, this is what I thought today. It's amazing. Yeah. You see, know? the thing is, I don't use Twitter that way. If I use Twitter that way, then mm-hmm. I, I can I can okay. maybe I would have like gone yeah. back on my own feed. But no, I don't use Twitter that way. Well, how do you use Twitter? I use Twitter as like a place of things that I want to be seen. Okay. And, or or just maybe small little droppings that I've had of right. thoughts, but that got like the, I don't need to see the thought again. Yeah. Because it's not yours are you use your yours give like a chuckle. Mine, <laughs> mine, I don't know. I don't feel like they give a chuckle. I think I've chuckled. Sometimes at your tweets. Uh, um, thanks, I guess. I also I mean. just chuckle a lot. I'm just kidding. I mean, I can see that. Because you, you said you chuckle a lot, and then you just chuckle. It's so true. I mean, it's I mean, true. That, that's that's a fact. It, it sounds about right. So, like, do you want to tell the people what you do? All right, yeah. yeah. I, um, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, life? right? Well, I guess I can talk about what I do, because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what like I'm... Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to Anyway, that's yeah. a that's a different. That's we ain't gonna do that. That's it a different like, thing. Um, I I I guess I'm a student, uh-huh. right? Most of the time, um, and I'm an actress. I've been acting with New Carpet Theater for a long time, for six mm. years. Wow. And uh, and I write, which is my number one love, which is what I wish I could do all the time, every day, every second of the day. It's it's quite the obsession. It's amazing. It is the obs- it is the biggest obsession I've ever. Felt. Why writing? I don't know. It's writing is incredibly important for like not even. I mean, for I personally think that if I didn't write, I would go crazy. Like, uh, there's just too much thoughts. There's too many things all the time. Right. Going on in it, my head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like, if I don't put it down on paper, it's if like, I don't spew it, it out, there. like it's gonna stay. Yeah. It's oh, it, it's man. not. I, can never let something go you know like Damn. i can't i can't let it go so i just I mean, do you even have it. a choice in the matter i don't know i don't think, I don't think it so. doesn't sound like i it. mean i'm not i'm not gonna lie i've i've enabled the obsession for myself because, <laughs> <laughs> especially recently it's like honest. i i realized that writing was something that was making me feel good and like <laughs> kind of you know right taking off that pressure of my brain right and so I wrote for that, and then and then I found out that I'm generally good at it, <laughs> and so and so like and so, admittedly, I yeah. like what I write. So like I like reading what I write. I think you should. And yeah. so and so and most of the times I kind of just like write for myself. Like it just feels good to write Same. it. And so now because like anything else that you do a lot, I just curated this entire dependent obsession with words like I can't stop thinking about them I can't stop thinking about the way things are formatted or the way things sound together and and now that's where I'm at now I like I was telling you earlier I just spend my whole life facilitating that addiction to writing like I'm just I'm gonna take the bus today an hour early so that I can spend 
40 minutes on the bus, like listening to people talk and then writing. And then I get to wow. school and I'm like, I'm going to do this homework early so that I can spend another 30 minutes at this cafe. And like just, you know, so it's like my whole wow. day is spent. Like I, I, I can take care of my responsibilities. Yeah, you do all that stuff. Like, like a, just so that you can write. Like, like a like. functioning addict. I'm like, I'm going to do everything that I oh, need man. to do just so that I can write. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been awesome. It's great, <laughs> and it's been completely time consuming. I mean, it sounds like it. What like what do you write specifically? Um, so right now, you just write or like you well, have like okay. A, usually, I just write okay. like either micro poems or sent like uh, I like centos a lot, which is where you take um, kind of phrases and words from different things that are already like I have a newspaper in my bag right now. I'll show you uh -huh. and. What I do is I kind of do this where I cross off a lot of these words and then I, things that stand out to me, this is in Spanish, but uh -huh. things that stand out to me, I'll put them together and they create their own poem. So, después de la muerte, no es diferente, Blanca imponiendo su dominio, seguiremos siendo soñadores, 500 años de anestesia, donde no sabemos hasta los sueños. Like, these are all different parts that's of this amazing. article. But it makes a poem. Yeah. Because that's what, a po that's what words do. That's amazing. Yeah. What made you do this? When, where was this? Huh? So it's actually a, a thing I learned from one of my mentors. Her name is Rosemary Dombrowski, and she's a poet laureate of Phoenix. And that's kind of the first project I ever did as a writer was to take different phrases from different poems, like Baldwin and, mm. you know, all the beat poets. And because they have a similar topic range oh. it makes sense together so right. something like this where it's an article talking about the defense del barrio you know protecting right. the hood yeah um these words even though they're not in the same sentence they may be in completely different paragraphs as a poem work together you know and can come and can convey the same message of this entire article you know what i mean in a different way so it's it's that's cool it's, yeah and so that's that's what that's really that's cool. actually like a giant metaphor for how i for how i see the world writing as a whole yeah <laughs> you're, you're just you're just looking at something that structurally is all connected mm -hmm. and if you take different aspects of the same world then you're gonna you be able to produce something that has that right that has a message about it oh. no and it'll be a different message every time because the world is that complex right and and that's why the obsession is so great because there's something new that the earth is saying every day there's something new that people are willing to admit every day you yeah. know and it's sure. fascinating that is super fascinating that whole technique is it's insane, That's isn't it? That's an awesome fucking it's technique. Insane. I want to try it myself. You, oh, please um, try it. You're going to be blown it. away. You're going to be like, what This is amazing. I do? Yeah. I've never seen that before, and yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like a lazy way to create poems. And it's, and it's inspiring. So like yeah. you can take this, and these are other people's words, obviously, yeah. but they're words, just like that you still have access to that you probably would already speak. Of course. So it's like you're putting together this... Um, product based off of what's already there, huh. and then you're, and then after c creating this, you can make it a longer piece with your own words. You, you know? literally that's sampled an article. Right. That's right. amazing. That's that's so cool. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> that's so it's cool. It's like oh, so man. good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> wow. 
How many of those do you have? Um, How many have you done? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot. <laughs> and so just like collecting I love, newspapers. I love the whole structure of it too. It's yeah. Like it's, it can it, it can be used for such like metaphorical mm-hmm. means. Exactly. Uh, anything you could use anything you could use a. a an already a, a poem that's already made a book out there like titles of a book anything right. because that's how connected language can be especially if it's in the same language like this is in Spanish but yeah it, it'll just it'll make sense which is something that's so good to rely on about writing once you do it enough it's like I don't fear that the next thing I write isn't gonna be able to speak to me like oftentimes mm. especially with stuff like this where I'm not actually creating the language that's being used mm-hmm. like from scratch right. it's like you're telling yourself a message you don't even know what you're telling yourself until after you're finished with the with the whole poem you're yeah. like oh shit that's what I was saying or like <laughs> that's what I mean or that's what this meant <laughs> and it's I don't know it's oh, gratifying wow. in a really crazy way yeah just me seeing that and like the way you said it and all, all coming together just like it got me really excited yeah it you should really definitely excited. try it yeah i think i will that seems cool i never i never even considered it but that's that's cool do you like do you just leave them like that or do you write them down somewhere else? i write them down so yeah i i actually translated this one into english and i posted it up on instagram um, so it's like a, so it's like yeah you should <laughs> so it's like a so now it's like a completely different thing so I took these words um, and just reordered them and mm-hmm. then wrote them in English and the, what I came up with was after the death of our original name there is no difference it is simply whiteness imposing her dominion while we keep on sleeping five hundred years of anesthesia where we don't know even of dreams dude. Dude, I know. No, no. <laughs> that's amazing. Ah, uh, that's that's really good. Yeah, it's that's really good. A fodder is everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Every people words are literally like being just thrown on the floor and I would like I just want to pick them up and like <laughs> use them. That's amazing. What what's this fascination over like words? I I honestly think it started like in when I was really young, I remember in, I think when I got moved up a grade, when I was telling right. you in second grade, I read this book, uh-huh. and th- and it was the first time that words ever touched me, like my heart, and not mm. just, and you know, because when you're growing up, you're reading, and it's right. fun, and it's yeah. like an imaginative thing, right. but mostly it's like, oh, I have to read, like I have to learn how to read correctly, yeah. and and uh, not only that, but like being a, being a, Spanish speaker originally, you know, mm. you're learning a new language, so that, that's like it's it's a stressful thing. It's yeah. not a fun thing. And so, I read this sentence, and it was about I can't remember the whole sentence, but the ending of it was like like grass on my bare feet, and it was like my first time that I understood what a metaphor was, like grass on my bare feet. It wasn't the grass on her, on their bare feet, but it was like that. And so I remember. Mm that really like that impacted me i was like wow this this w- sentence is saying something else it's saying something but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it means this entirely different thing and i copied the sentence down for a homework and the teacher thought i made it up so she was like what like you wrote this you know <laughs> how did you write this how did you come up with this and i was like 
well, I didn't, but I really love this sentence. <laughs> like, and so, and so that that was like the first because <laughs> I didn't know it was wrong. Right. I was like, I was like, this is an awesome this set is of an words. Awesome sentence. I yeah. want to share them. Here you go. So, so it was the first time that I had a conversation with an adult right. <laughs> about metaphors, wow. and it was and it was like, oh, you want? I understood what this metaphor was, and it, and it touched me. So wow. it was like both the both. Um, understanding what that meant technically Mm -hmm. and understanding what it meant metaphorically and understanding how it touched me and like how Mm. it how it made me feel and that whole trifecta of emotions and like understanding I think really just made me obsessed with with that with writing and I and I and I stayed writing and uh, and granted I wrote like any other preteen person really shitty poems about love and about nature and it wasn't until recently I think in the last two years that I've really decided what it is that I like to write about what I want to write about why I why I'm writing and 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 also like honing that craft it's not it's really important to me it's not just a fun thing to do although I respect writing it's a sword you sharpen yeah it's and and I respect writing as this sort of emotional alleviation too Mm. and I understand that as a therapeutic tool and I understand journaling and diaries and and all of that but I don't that's not what it means to me to me it's it's a complete necessity and I respect it and I think Mm. it's hard and I think that good writing is something that takes so much practice Mm. and just like I think I've been writing every single day for a year straight now Mm. I mean like maybe wow. 300 words a day just and some and mindless stuff you yeah. know some stuff is just I'll never look at it again paper. but but being able to see yourself grow mm-hmm. as a writer or as an artist is right. the most gratifying thing because it's it's something people can take away from you right you know it's like it's it, beca- it comes from your heart it comes from who you are from it's your perspective experience. you know and yeah. although you know art everything's been done Right. Everything has been done, and if it hasn't been done, it's like in some sort of way being inspired by something in the past. Sure. But the one thing that is different is your own perspective. Nobody can look at the way the way you see the world. You Completely know. Agree with you. Yeah. So it's yeah, I can't stop. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's got you on that writing <laughs> schedule. I didn't have to say like, a word. I'm like fiending. Yeah, I'm yeah, like <laughs> twitching and shit. I'm all writing. <laughs> like, <I need> <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, it's something everything. good to be addicted to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Good it's for you. Like, <laughs> right, good, good for you. I'm glad it's that. Out of all the possible things that right. it could probably be been. Yeah, I'm a little crazy about it. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Good for you. Um, what do you write about? Um, most So recently, <clears throat> I'm writing a chat book called Good Girls what, Don't Die. What's a chat book? What? Yeah. It's a it's a collection. It's a collection of poems. Okay. It usually has a theme. Okay. And um, it's just longer than a normal like series of poems. Mm. Um, I think I have about thirty poems in mm. this collection, about five thousand words, mm-hmm. and it's called "Good Girls Don't Die." So, what that means is I'm writing about um, kind of being a bicultural woman of color mm. being raised in a Christian church and mm. having um, different sort of mental instabilities or mental 
um, sufferings like anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and a lot of things that people go through, mm-hmm. all, but not being able to heal from that at an early age because mm-hmm. Christianity meant that you had to pray away the panic mm-hmm. and you had to pray away the demons inside. Right, and, right, right. and and although th- that's a small part of the collection, but mm-hmm. it kind of is generally that sort of theme of being suppressed by things that are traditional mm-hmm. or are societally imposed upon me, right. you know? So it's like good girls don't want to kill themselves. Good girls don't consider suicide. Good mm-hmm. girls pray and good girls go to church and good girls, you know, listen and good right. girls are good girls. And right. that's kind of what I'm writing about now, although a lot of that also is about um, the border and coming from a mixed status family because immigration is talked a lot about in terms of security you know people talk about immigration and they're like you know well we have to keep our borders safe and we have to get keep people here safe and citizens safety and even now with the conversation about daca it's like Mm -hmm. oh these kids are deserve to be here which is right and that's true but so does my 50 year old father (laughs) you know like it, it it doesn't just have to do with being a dreamer and having been held against your will to come to this country that's not what happened right. you know people came back here you know across the border mm-hmm. and the consequences of being a split family is generational right. you know like i have brothers who live in mexico who probably will never be with my parents again until someone dies and that's a mm-hmm. and that's a really terrible truth and it's a truth that I've become accustomed to mm-hmm. right which means that I can write about it and that I can right. and and it's not like I want to cry in a poem about how terrible it is I kind of just want to do what any other really good artist does which is to seek understanding and help other people feel like they're being understood mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. I think that's the point of a lot of what I write is to come to terms with what I'm feeling mm-hmm. um, and to see it on paper and admit that that is what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. that's really a healthy way to like accept mm-hmm. the situation of things. But it's also... It's a form of exercise. Yeah, and it's, and it's also a good way to fight it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because what, what art that is conscious does is that it is able to take up space, mm-hmm. you know? And in a place where what we are saying and what we are complaining about which is what people call it you know is is there it's Mm -hmm. tangible it's taking up that space that doesn't want us there which is why i think artivism is like it's the only thing that i think we should be doing as people who create artivism artivism art like activism yeah Yeah, i think that's okay i think that's it like Mm -hmm. there's no way that you're able to watch what's happening now mm-hmm. in the society to people who are marginalized and and you're just gonna make art that's like right. whatever right, you know right. not speaking to it it has to it has to unless you yeah. unless you just don't want to look at it unless your perspective is that narrow right. that you're unwilling to see the suffering of people who are every day in front of you you mm-hmm. know and I think that's why I write too you know they it's important that my nieces, you know, one day will be able to read this stuff and and make sense of what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And 
it's just I feel like my living experience has I didn't realize how extreme it was until I'm now in college and I see the way that some people have never had to work for anything Mm. in their lives you know like some people have never had to really really have empathy for their family members you Mm. know like I think a lot of what white culture is is like you know you grow up you spread your wings and you leave and you put your parents in a home (laughs) you like and you create your family and and the cycle continues and for the most part you're happy because you're comfortable right and you assume that the people before you and after you will be comfortable as well but Mm -hmm. people of color in this country don't have that luxury luxury the generational wealth that never happened Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing being passed down that's in terms of security so my parents are completely reliant on what it is that I'm going to do, you know, right. and, and it's not their fault, you know, because right. they, they fought for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, immigrant parents, although they get a lot of, you know, uh, criticism for being not that tolerant, you know, and for being so stuck in their ways, right. but they did the, they did the first part of the fight, you know, yeah. they crossed the border <laughs> like and the rest of the fight is up to us and mm-hmm. and whether that means you're a businessman or you're going to be a lawyer or you're going to whatever it is you're doing or especially if you're a creator mm-hmm. like you need to take that into consideration you know your parents right. and our parents or our great-grandparents or your grandparents whoever it is you know mm-hmm. they didn't allow themselves to be passed through that humiliation without hoping that the fight would continue right and they may not know what that means and they didn't know what that means probably and they may not be you know super happy about their children going out and protesting or writing fuck trump on a poster or fuck america on something else they may not be super you know agreeable to that but but it's because it's not necessarily their job to uphold that anymore it's us you know Mm -hmm. that's what i think Wow, shit! I had like I had like there was a question there somewhere, but like I sort of lost it. I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent. No, you good? I went off. I went off. You good? You good? Well, I mean, I I would assume that that has a major influence on you and your writing. Yeah. That's a whole thing in itself. Uh, I personally have never experienced that firsthand. Right. Even, even though my parents, like, even though I guess I am a first generation. My, both yeah. my both my parents were born in in Mexico. Yeah, so you're first generation U.S. citizen. Yeah, first generation U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. But uh, my my family life personally has been pretty fucking chill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not been right. It hasn't been hard at all. Yeah, it hasn't been hard at all. So it's 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 interesting being Mexican and not having the struggle that yeah. mostly uh, most everybody else has. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, dude. It's a bummer. Uh. It's okay. It's okay. It's honestly, uh, it's good. I mean, it's not okay. Right. But it's gonna be okay. Oh yeah, you know? like, that's that's the same fucking. And and I mean, either way, like, this is your people, you know, yeah. who are being constantly attacked yeah. by the rhetoric, by the way that even, ugh, and I hate to be like a radical in this sense, <laughs> but I feel like DACA is bullshit. In what way? Because it's like a handout. It's like, oh, okay. it's like our entire people is like, yo, 
we need to be treated as humans. Like, right. we would like not to live in the shadows anymore, right. you know? We yeah. would like to be people in the society mm-hmm. with the same type of opportunities that you have, and they're like, mm-hmm. all right, were your kids born here? Were your kids here when they were five? All right, fine. They can stay for two <laughs> fucking years. And then we're like, yes! Thank you! I say fuck that. I say fuck that. I say fuck that. It's not normal, is it? We de- They deserve so... Our, our undocumented mm-hmm. brothers and sisters deserve so much better than DACA. Yeah. And we deserve DAPA too. We deserve, we deserve for our parents to stay here without mm-hmm. fear. Like, And that's... That's the truth. And I understand. I understand. Progress is slow. Progress is slow. And I under and I understand democracy for the most part. And I understand. You know, like I, I get it. I get it. But I still think I don't. I don't I don't first of all, I don't ever understand why is progress slow? Why does it have to be fucking oh, slow? I've had that uh, I've had that same <laughs> It doesn't have to be fucking slow. It's the, the the whole thing, for me, government in general is like, is like what an what what a child does in, <laughs> in making an imaginary friend yeah. to deal with trauma. Yeah. And and now we've cert- we've reached a certain age where we don't need yeah. that behavioral pattern that was an imaginary <laughs> the friend. The whole the whole system's just disassociated to or yeah, created new yeah. new personalities to it, try and stop the drama. It's sort of that. It, it, I feel like I don't know personally. The government's just a it's it's too outdated for where we're. Oh at. yeah. Oh yeah, it is. So so many parts of it don't make sense. And and then trying to fit them into this like world is just it's painful. Like fit what into what world? Fit this system, this old government system oh, into, into the, this new into the world you that know, we live in. It's just like No, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't it, it make, doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. No, I think I think at least for the future to work out, we have to like which is why I'm sort of happy for Trump mm-hmm. because He's making, at least for me, he's making me like, oh yeah, for sure, you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. It, it, it like it, just, it just reaffirmed what you yeah, already it's just, Yeah, so for me, it's just turning me around and being like, all right, so I live here. Uh-huh. What can I do here? Yeah. And I feel like there's more of an impact there. And it's yeah. better to build, it's better to have a structure yeah. that the top isn't so far from the bottom. Yeah. Because if the, fa- the if the top is too far from the bottom, it, it, it's easy for it to topple. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we're yeah, dealing I've, with currently. I've heard that that theory too. You know, to to keep your battle local, so that Wait. so that so that you know. I think that's how it should be. And 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 that may very well be it. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, like we don't really know. You know, because because. Life is a freestyle. <laughs> you just gotta go for the next syllable. That's true. Whatever that's the fuck true. you think it I, might be. Yeah, I don't, and you know what's, I used to, my favorite holiday used to be the 4th of July. For real? Yeah. What the fuck? I know, I loved, what? like, I love, I loved America. You know what? And, 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 and that's to say this, like, <laughs> I still love this land, yeah. you know, like, I, especially because my, my roots are indigenous, so, like, I truly believe, like, the desert knows me, and I know the desert, and in my, de- in my DNA, like, this is what I know, even, like, and I, even stupid things, like, I'll be outside, and my friends are all, like, sweating, and I'm like, <laughs> I can take this, <laughs> like, this is where I'm from, but no, you know, like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I, I have um, that attachment to this place, yeah, yeah. and I think, I you know, like growing it. up, and that's how strong assimilation is, you know, like my parents are both immigrants, but the second they got here 25 years ago, they uh-huh. knew that in order to survive here, 
we'd have to either a fuerzas love this fucking place you know like Mm. like you have to love it here or you will not survive (laughs) because that's what that's what america told immigrants right either you're with us or you're out like you don't like it go home you know and so it's like growing up we went to all of the fourth of july festivities and got you know and like at indian steel park you know, me and my family, uh-huh. just like, just some brown people, <laughs> like watching the fireworks, singing the national anthem wow. in a place where nobody wanted us. You know, like, wow. and and it and it took me forever to figure out, like, hold up, <laughs> like this is not right. I'm not gonna love a place that yeah, is love you. actively oppressing me. Like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Isn't it? That's exactly what's going on, mm-hmm. I, and I can't do it. And I, I lived in Argentina for like a three three months or so. Really, and it was and and it was there that I defended America, you know, because it was before Trump. It was during the elections, uh-huh. and people, you know, I'd go out. We went to like a a hard rock cafe. And there was mm-hmm. a bunch of Americans there, and and people were like. Why is why is the US so stupid? Why are you guys doing this? Why are you voting for Trump? Like why aren't you and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa <laughs> for you know, for the first few times I was like, Well, I'm that's not me, you know, right. I'm not voting for him. But right. I, but you get tired of saying that. And right. then at the end of it it was like that's it's not all of us. It's not all of us. Right. And us means America, you yeah. know, and, and and so there is a truth to that, you mm-hmm. know, although the government is not taking into consideration the human rights of people who have been here way longer than they have, right. there is still so many of us that are Americans, and that's what we fucking are. Mm-hmm. We're Americans, and we're here, and we're living here, and we make up this population. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, fuck America, but... <laughs> But we're oh, here, you know, and, uh, we're, and, and and we have to have some sort of love for the people that are marginalized here who mm-hmm. are still making making up this fucking country, you know, right. and it, it's it's like a it's it's honestly an everyday just sadness mm. to, to think about where we are and how far we've not come and like seeing just just seeing like brown people on the street and knowing that nine times out of ten the reason that they're there Mm. is because of their circumstance Mm. in this really messed up system Mm -hmm. you know and and you know i grew up in in maryville area like i was telling you Mm -hmm. and i remember even the teachers they sent us you know we had we went i went to pueblo del sol middle school which is like was supposed to be one of the worst middle schools right oh wow and we had these teachers who teach for America teachers mm. and they're here because you know we're underprivileged we don't have a lot of money and they're gonna come and save the day and help right. us and tell us you know inspire Savior us and complex. so many of them hated us yeah it sounds about right you know like so many of us of them just didn't like us and mm-hmm. it was hard to understand growing up you know why they treated especially the boys if the boys were had spiky hair and earrings on and a tall tee and a chain on you know they would be treated a certain way right off the bat we were little criminals you know mm-hmm. they weren't kids who were just being raised by fathers that looked like that you right. know it, and it's 
and it's fucked up because we have to unlearn all of that you know we have to come into college a predominantly white college mm. and hear things like oh i speak mexican too like and 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 we never and we were never surrounded by that so it's like oh shit hold up like wait, wait, i thought what? i thought because you, you know when you come from an all latino schooling background yeah high school middle school elementary school kinder right. all latino kids Same. and then you come to a white college and you think you made it. Like, you think college is it. Right. College is the end point. College right. is where you get to. And yeah. then you get here and you're like, shit, how am I going to do this? Uh, I don't have money. I don't have the things that these kids have, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't have the confidence that they have, you mm-hmm. know? And it's and it's like a whole process of unlearning and then learning that you are good enough right. to be in this space. Right. It's not necessary. And that's, like, another thing that we were taught, you know, like... Either you're going to work or you're going to go to school. And that's it. Why? (laughs) You know? like It's part of the old system thinking. Yeah. And it's it's part of that stereotype that all brown people are really hard workers. (laughs) It's like, that's it? That's what we get? That's the dignity America has given us? Like, they're such hard workers. They're always out in the sun. And they're always picking up this. And they're always laying brick. And they never get tired. And they work for such low prices. Like... No, we have theories. We can do other stuff. For sure. Because, I mean, if you look at me, I'm a lady son of a bitch. (laughs) I did not uphold that stereotype whatsoever. I don't don't think that's true. But you're not just a hard worker, you know? You're like, you you are able to have other thoughts other than, like, I'm just trying to survive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all sorts of motherfucking <laughs> up, dude. Uh, it's all good, though. Yeah. I feel like it's okay. At least there's a there's a good saying. There's a good saying that I've, I've sort of lived by for a while, and it's um, heaven is high and the emperor is far far away. So that's just nice in its own way because right. it allows you to operate at least interpersonally how you feel like you should operate. Right. So, According to your own regard. Yeah, uh, your own yeah. morals and stuff. Hopefully you got some morals, but I yeah. mean, eh, I mean that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all you can ask for, pretty much. But that, that's also correct, though, going to a, like, being from a completely, like, you're surrounded by your own race for the yeah. longest time, then entering a new place where it's, you're not. Yeah, and, and oftentimes hostile, you know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, what happens with a lot of white people is that they don't know what they're saying is messed up you right. know they just they've never had to it's a, it's really it's, take into consideration it's just uh it's almost this innocence that they, yeah. yeah and it's and that's why it's scary right. that's why it's scary because you know when i was when i my first year at college and that girl said that to me and uh-huh. she was like i speak mexican too and I, and i corrected her it wasn't like she wasn't sorry you know she was just like oh i messed up Right. It's the same thing. It's a synonym. Spanish is Mexican, like, you know, and it's and it's and it's not it's that so it crazy. it's not that it hurt my feelings. I don't think I've ever dealt with somebody. You like know, that. <laughs> it's not that it hurt my feelings. It's that it's just that it was that moment where I realized, like, oh fuck, <laughs> like, they don't care. like they don't care. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> they don't care, me. and 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 this isn't this is not a. a POC versus white issue. No, it's a it's an issue of ignorance it's and the, of uneducating. It's the culture we live in. Yeah. And but see, this is the this is the thing. It's the culture 
we live in both cultures. We live in two cultures. Exactly, bicultural See, people. Yeah, so we're like we're mutts and like mm-hmm. and, and physically and like and yeah. culturally. Yeah, because we go to we go to Mexico and they're like somos pochos, you know? Yeah. They can't even speak Spanish correctly. And then we're over Spanish. here and they're like, "Do you have an accent?" <laughs> You're like, "What?" I love being in the middle. I love being in the middle. Uh, yeah, no, completely. And that's the thing, though. And then you have to consider like, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of sitting down and thinking about the American culture, and it's very, in my opinion, it's very simple, and there's no depth to it. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, you got to do this and you got to do that, and that's it. Like yeah. it's very simple. It's just just go. Survival just of go. the it's survival, it's of, survival the of the riches. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> that too, too, because like capitalism actually also penetrated the culture itself. Yeah. And so like the, and and it's not like. It's not like complete capitalism because like capitalism can work, but it also depends on who's like who's participating in the thing right. too. So like, and then if the culture perpetuates greediness, well, then yeah, yeah, you got no. some shitty people. I think I think one of the biggest problems here like is isolation. the culture of like competition, mm. you know. And I mean that obviously ties into capitalism and mm. the need for money, whatever. But it's like we're taught even at a really young age in school like you're gonna have to step on each other you know you're gonna have to if you really want to be at the top then you have to be a leader right and step on the heads of every single peer that you have in order for you to be at the very top and and that's first of all shouldn't be a truth you know unfortunately that's that's the way a lot of businesses and, and and employment opportunities happen here it's like you have to beat everyone you have to hurt whoever is coming before you after right. you so that you're able to maintain this spot mm-hmm. and it's and it's also so fucking stressful like super so to super. all of the time you're just this racing you're running one you're of the going. main things about this culture it produces stress yeah. and then, yeah. like i think um uh, it's almost uncomfortable to be comfortable. Exactly. And in, so in, in the weirdest sense. And so it's like what if you don't have any of those resources that you need to be at the top in that way? Like I think it's almost a dehumanizing thing to not participate in the race to the top. And so and if you think about it, like undocumented individuals don't have a worker's permit. Right. So they can't even they try can't to be fucked up like right. that, you know? <laughs> so they can't. So, so it's like, so it's it just, like, so it's just a, uh, it's just a, a, de- a completely, de- to be not a citizen here mm-hmm. is to be subhuman. You know, sort of, yeah. Because because you can't fight. You can't. You can't. You can't. can't, I mean, and and that's why like people who dreamers who are entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit. You know, like you you did what people never would have thought you could do. Right. Which is be a person of business. You know, and and it's like, I I look at my mom and I look at my aunts who don't have papers, and Mm. I, I think about just like. Who? What is their potential outside of this? Outside of this box, you know. Mm. So, especially because they're women, you know, they've been placed in this sort of helpless um, space where they're not able to kind of have these greater ambitions, you know. Mm. And so, what they're left with is the roles of, you know, housewives, and right. and and there's nothing wrong with that. But what if they were had been given the chance, you know? What if they had been given the opportunities to become surgeons? Right. To become 
astronauts to become, you know, like the biggest dreams that you can think of. Right. And it's not possible. And it's not even possible to participate in this stress-induced society, you know? So it's like so many parts of what it means to be a person in America who is striving for success isn't even an option for a lot of people, mm. you know? And and I think that's like that's one true. of the, it's just sad. It's yeah. a, and, it, and it's just, and it's really hard not to have a continuous empathy for that, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, and I think that's, I think that's another reason why like I can't stop writing is because it's hard to come to terms with that, mm-hmm. you know? It's hard to like, think about my grandfather and think about my dad and the emasculation that he had to go through to come here and mm. and not be able to look at people in the eyes and and stumble through English, you know, and mm. it's 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 I can't stop thinking about it. Mm. It's I can't. It's it's everywhere. The loteros, the ice cream men, mm-hmm. the people selling roses on the corner, you know, during Valentine's like right. What if those people could have found the cure to cancer? What if those people, you know, could have been the next Einsteins and, and they're so and they're so focused on just eating, you know, or just like getting their sons to college right. that it's like they'll never have and they're people in every form of the word just like us, yet yeah. yet their so, lights kind of been dimmed in order to just live, you know. Right. It's overwhelming. I think it's I think it's hard not to try and honor that, you know? Yeah. How do you, like, how are you functioning? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You seem way more empathetic than I thought you were. Well, I I think that's one of the... I cry, like, every day, probably. Like, (laughs) But, like... (laughs) Sounds about right. No, I do, like, I... And I was thinking about this. I actually tweeted, like, empathy on 1,000 or something. (laughs) Because I... Oh, I can turn it off. Like Damn. I can't, and I'm not. Be- I'm not become desensitized to it, and I don't want to mm-hmm. become desensitized to it. Yeah. You know, and I, I and I, I was working at a law office. I quit because the guy was an asshole. Oh, so okay. if he's listening to this, but no. But <laughs> what I mean is, like, I was working in this law office, an immigration law office, uh, and I saw a man come in, mm-hmm. and he was wearing his work clothes. So he's wearing the neon vest with yeah. the paint pants you know completely sweaty and dirty and he came into this office to seek help and he gave his last money to this lawyer Mm -hmm. all of the money he had Mm. for a chance Mm -hmm. and i was and the lawyer and the lawyer when he was gone was like this probably is not gonna work but that man's not getting it's just a hard case. Mm. It's a case that he would probably lose. It would, it would be a waste of time. It would be a waste of paperwork. It would be a waste of resources. But this man came into this office and f- is betting everything he has that this will work. And, like, I couldn't do it. I was like, mm. not like this. Not like this. If you're not going to tell this man honestly yeah. what his chances are. should have told him honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did? Because that's that's how lawyers work. Son of a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, and this is what this man told me. At the end of the day, it's about the money. It's all about the money. And I'm like, that's my fucking dad out there. You know, like that's that's my that's and and I and so like I quit that job right because of that. And it's 
and it's because I can't be desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't sacrifice the way that I am able to relate to my people mm-hmm. for money. Mm-hmm. And money is great. And maybe money could help get my immediate family out of the situation that they're in, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna do anything for us in the long run. Right. And I can't so so empathy is probably seventy percent of what I'm able to come up with and produce. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah. It's it's so terrible to like just know, just know that perhaps if we were in a different circumstance, then our lives would be completely different. You know, like our lives would be, our lives would be probably longer, you know, like there'd be more time to sit and reflect and have petty issues. And, and, and we don't have that luxury. And it's, and it, it's like that's why I'm saying it's so crazy to see like what's going on in my life my nieces just moved here mm-hmm. they don't know English they're learning mm-hmm. English they were born here so they're trying to take advantage of the US education right. they had to leave their dad there in Mexico mm-hmm. like it's and it's it's happening all over again you mm-hmm. know what happened in my childhood mm-hmm. is now happening in the childhood of my nieces mm-hmm. and it's a it's a cycle of displacement mm-hmm. it's a cycle of Who's going to sacrifice their happiness, my brother, mm-hmm. for the future. the future of brown children, my right. nieces, you right. know? And so it's just like a thing that is going and it's going and it's going and it's because legislation can't catch up, <laughs> you know, legislation. And it's, and, and sometimes, and I interpolate between is legislation really actively trying to fuck us up that hard Mm -hmm. or are we just not making the changes that need to be made you know Mm -hmm. like i'm like is it evil or is it stupid you know like i i Mm -hmm. i go in between those two every fucking day like i'm some days i'm more angry than other days some Mm -hmm. days i'm more frustrated than other days but at the end of every day i still write about it Mm -hmm. you know because that's the only constant way to fight it that I can think of. Mm-hmm. There's not. There, I could go throw a fucking rock at a Starbucks, or whatever, or burn a flag, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll ease some of the the stress. But it's it's not gonna do anything. No. You know, it's not it's not gonna change the way that things are. Mm-hmm. And, but I think that writing and other forms of art that are conscious are inclusive in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they're be writing about a situation that everybody is trying to keep in the shadows mm. is one of the best ways to admit it to the to people, you know? And people people can't help but read even if nobody comments or says or talks about it, you're going to see it on paper and you're going to be like I know that that that's mm. real. Mm. You know, I know that that's happening. And mm-hmm. and admitting it is like the first level to action. If you can create empathy through a work of art, then you can actually make a call to action. You know, politics and art have that. They share that sort of same spectrum where it's like inviting other people to make a comment about it. You know, Mm -hmm. we have these political figures, we have this legislation, we have these campaigns that go on. And they're Mm -hmm. put on a show so that people can see it and people can decide for themselves what part of that they're on. Mm -hmm. Art is able to do that in a way that isn't aggressive and violent. Mm -hmm. Art Art is able to talk to people and ask them, what do you think, you know? 
by relating to them. Politics can't do that. Poli- political drama, which we're addicted to, it can't. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily give a shit whether you're actually affected by it. It's just being like, here are these two sides, and you kind of got to go with whatever is better than the next. Whereas art is, art is being able to include you, you know, include include your feelings into it, include your own experience in it. Mm-hmm. I think it might be like one of the hopes for trying to create some sort of revolution. And revolution is a drastic word, but revolution can be anything. Mm-hmm. An inner revolution. Revolution is only drastic because everybody connects it with blood. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Do you know? Um, do you know what happened during the? Re- uh, fuck! What was it called? Reform Reformation, I believe. You know, you know the story of the Reformation. What? Recently? Oh, no, this is like 500 years ago. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so like (laughs) this is an event that happened in Europe. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, the people that would go to church had to rely on the the preacher to tell them what the Bible was saying because Mm -hmm. it was in Latin. Right. And so they were like the, they had to go to the preacher to know what the fuck was going on. Right. Until this this guy named Martin Luther decided, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to print it in German. Right. And he put the pamphlets on everybody's doors. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this caused what, like, we only get, like, like learning it just in school or, like, by accident. Right. We only get, like, he did this and it caused this magic, right. ma- magic like, like, a giant change that allowed people to go to the source themselves. Right. And it, it was a revolution in itself. Right. A lot more stuff happened. That was, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, um, but that's, that seems to be happening now right. in the present I moment agree. and and the only reason why martin luther was able to do it because he had access to a printing press right and that's just technology technology has a tendency to just uplift us mm-hmm. without us ever realizing it yeah and look at what i'm doing right now yeah i'm broadcasting essentially a conversation that we're having right and it could be listened to multiple people right and it spread out and for the whole world to listen to right that itself is, is something new and, yeah. and uh, the, on, the on quickness of that access you know people are able to Completely. pull information yeah yeah that is a revolution yeah. instantly in everybody's mind right if if, I, if you know if it gets spread that right way. yeah has the potential to it has the potential to so yeah. like i mean we're like this whole thing this whole for the past i don't know two three years i've been feeling with all that's been going on it's been like we've been slowly getting more crazy as a society yeah. but i have like i have like two metaphors for how it seems mm-hmm. one is um we're in the middle of a birth right and birth isn't isn't like it isn't nice it's very yeah. chaotic and the other one that I like and that makes me laugh a little more is this is probably how a caterpillar feels <laughs> right before it like melts right. into a butterfly. Yeah. And and I use those two maybe because I'm like, what's the word? Optimist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like those are, that's like the direction that seems like yeah. it could be heading. And I mean, just from what I pay attention to, it feels like, yes, yeah. yes, that's it. But then yeah. you have to take into consideration my own like biases and the things that I yeah. choose to actually pay attention yeah. to. So, I mean, that's like my side of the thing. But 
it's moving somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's moving to. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's moving somewhere though. It's gonna be weird, dude. Yeah, I, I people I people are. People are, you know, the term woke comes to mind, you know, people are, people are deciding that they want to stand up and, and refute what they deem, you know, unfair. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it, you can only look at so many things at once, you know, true. so for instance, you know, in my perspective, I feel like immigrant rights are everywhere, but that's mm -hmm. because you know, I'm a daughter of immigrants, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and right. I live in a Maryville district, and mm -hmm. I, and so there's a lot of issues that I'm not even conscious of, that mm -hmm. I try to be, you know, that I try to pay attention, because there are a lot of similarities in every struggle, and if there, are a way, if there were a way to become inclusive mm -hmm. for everybody to come and, and see that this is one fight of oppression, right. then that'd be lovely, but it's hard, <laughs> you know, like, right. it's hard, it's hard to be empathetic without knowing what's going on, you know? You know the brain can only categorize 150 faces? Wow. Like wow. That's as big as your tribe can be. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's as big as your tribe can be. Oh, wow. So, I mean, with, like, it's yeah. good for you to be inclusive yeah. and shit, but realize you can't yeah. be that inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and beside, after that 150 group, right. your brain starts to, like, right. like stereotype people right. into groups and collectives just yeah. because your brain like yeah in terms of demands organization right in terms of like issues you know it'd be nice to be completely aware of, of what it was that everybody was going is going through you know but i don't think that's, that's why that's why it goes back to like the local fights yeah know, local battles and and choosing to pay attention to that mm -hmm. you know because it's the only if thing everybody did that then yeah because then you got like i mean if like the thing with the internet now is that like you got some people trying to be omnipotent yeah you're, you're we're not built to be omnipotent yeah. like we can't we can't like one of the things i ended up doing like with twitter for mm -hmm. example and instagram there was a point where maybe this was like three years ago around there where i just like i decided that I said I don't need to pay attention to anything outside Tucson. Right. So I like I stopped. I like I followed a huge amount of people, right. and then I just started following people from like Arizona and Tucson. Wow. And I just all all the information for my, my Instagram. Right. Mostly Twitter. Like Twitter is all yeah. local. It's right. local people. Like it's all feeding from local people. Yeah. And and because of that, I ended up finding myself in little corners and, and groups of like activity that I had no idea were yeah. happening until I just did that. By by like kind of honing down your world, you made it bigger. Oh dude, you have no idea. That's awesome. You have no idea. It was fantastic when I did that. Like you I don't know if you know him, but his name is Enrique. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's how I met him. Oh wow. I, I made my world smaller <laughs> and once I made my world smaller I entered a place where he was at. Right. And I just like sorta of, like just orbited there until That's like awesome. me and him got to know right. each other. And now we we're we're like friends. Right. And I'm, but I I didn't even know he existed until I made my world smaller. Right. Wow, I've never I've never thought about that, but that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no reason for you to know what's happening beyond your city. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. You're not out there. Right. Stay where it's real, because quite frankly, you can't even prove that outside your city <laughs> is real. Like you can't. There's that's no. A, that's a really crazy theory that I've never heard. But I'm, like, it's me, homie. I've never. <laughs> I've, I've lived in a corner all my life. I had nothing but just all my all my own thoughts, chilling and shit, just like. That's funny. Making their own kids and shit. It's, that, it's, it's been a whole roller coaster. A spiel of, of just inner, inner, what is it? Inner, 
inner inner thoughts inner inner you said it earlier inner what did I say earlier I don't know what inner, inner <laughs> I can't think of it <laughs> inner perspective no inner this is gonna be it's gonna go off for an hour I'm just gonna say inner <laughs> we can't have that we, we can't we can't that is really I've never thought about that but that's true yeah I mean why I, I, I just said like I don't need to know yeah. I don't need to be overwhelmed <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm like, I am not God. Yeah. I'm going to turn my, that's, my... That's so awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. The reason... Like, the culture itself, at least mm-hmm. American culture, did its best, maybe intentionally or unintentionally, mm-hmm. it did its best to kill our neighbor. Right. It did its best. Mm-hmm. And then it killed our neighbor, mm-hmm. and then we received the internet. Mm-hmm. And so we perpetuated the habit of not getting to know our neighbor. Right. But now we have the ability to choose what we consume. Right. So I decided, well, I'm going to choose my, that I'm going to turn into my neighbor. Yeah. What if it was, it was that person doing? Yeah. And so I ended up being like the alien just arriving. And, and you know what? And, and it's also like your city is big in its own sense, you know? So it's like you're, you're allowing people to talk to each other and it's also why i'm doing this that's awesome because i I get to not only did i do that with twitter but now i can like i found some really interesting people here right i can sit down and have conversations with them (laughs) because i'm dying to have some conversations (laughs) with some people and now i can like then i can let them all know that they exist to each other you know what i'm saying that's really awesome yeah local keep it local i gotta keep it local. i mean that's like that's like that's the only way you can actually execute action right you, you can only execute it, execute it locally. Right. I mean, like, like you can send off a thought yeah. a couple of miles away if you want. Uh-huh. But, I mean, there's, there's like, a lots of things being lost there. Like, yeah. like you're amputating the meaning right. so much by, like, doing that. Uh-huh. Which is why I wanted to do the podcast in right. person. Right. Because we got body language happening. Right. We got real contact yeah. happening and the, and the yeah, language itself. Yeah, you're taking itself. into consideration yeah. everything, every part of this. Yeah, no, that's... You're right. It facilitates... It facilitates the way that this is made and it also kind of amplifies it, you know? Hmm. And I feel like the quality is better. Oh, for sure. Because it's closer to you. Completely. It's more real. Like, Like, I can't... I'm not a fan of texting people. And it could also expand what your regions are, what your corners are, you know? Because if... I feel like what you're doing is like you're taking the process into consideration using, you know, people who are close to you because that's what you think, that's what you're saying you have access to, you know? Mm. And that's kind of how empires are built. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a hidden goal of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next year you're going to be like, Japan's only like so-and-so miles away. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious you said Japan. Um, Why? Uh, do you like Japan? Do you hate Japan? No, I like Japan. I don't know how I feel about Japan. I've I like, not really curated any thoughts. I mean, I've, 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 I have a, 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 I have an inclination toward Japan because of, as a child, I consumed a lot of their media mm. by being into anime. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they presented a lot of <coughs> philosophical ideas. I didn't know if it were yeah. philosophical. But they were giving them to me while yeah. I was little, and I like I took them with me because they were so fascinating. Um, and only till I realized I was older, I was like, "Oh shit!" They were telling me some shit, <laughs> yeah. and and so like, 
Japan is very interesting to me just right. because of that. They're just like they, they, they seeded ideas into the youth. And the, they brainwashed you. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. I was like, oh, you're trying to get back at them for dropping the nuke. Just I get a it. normal I, amount. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, Japan has a, a curiosity. Of, has my curiosity. Yeah. I, I'm actually planning to learn Japanese by in two years. Nice. I want to learn it at least by 2019. That's awesome. Yeah. It'd be a goal of mine. The brain, your brain is gonna be like, what's going on? Like, as a legitimate question though, why do you say that's how you build empires? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's by focusing on what is more immediate to you, mm-hmm. then you're also expanding what is immediate to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's say you're in the center and these are the people around you, mm-hmm. and you're able to reach all of these people. Mm-hmm. Then what's next? It's the people after that, yeah. you know. But it's but what's important is that I reached that you dis, you made that decision to reach out to people who are close to you. Yeah, you know. I mean, the, like I I'm a, I'm on a there's a there's a real term for this um, solipsism. What is that? Solipsism is the belief that nothing but you exists. Right. So like. If you believe that, then you have to admit, well, then the person next to me only exists, mm-hmm. and nothing beyond that exists. Right. And 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 I'm I'm I don't completely believe it, but I like it because the idea it, is a good idea. Yeah, the idea is a good idea because it's um. It. I have never felt. Progress, mm-hmm. as I've had these past right. couple months. Because I've been acting so locally. Right. I've just been doing because things. you see what the goal is and you move toward it. It's not like just some hypothetical like right. I'm gonna go to Chicago maybe in two months. I mean, know? I did something along those lines. Like, <laughs> I did that. Oh, you did the trip. Yeah, I went, yeah, that was really awesome. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah. those. Those were neat. Did you watch? Yeah, those? they're nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and that was um, I that was just great. Um, that, that was just all sorts of fun. Um, but yeah, like it's just that like refocusing the information I was getting or at least finding out where the information was coming from right. and making sure it was coming from the actual space that I live right. in has allowed me to not only like actually pay attention but to be inspired and also want to be want to work with my peers because right. this is the people that I'm hanging out with the people that I've had conversations yeah. with are my peers right. and like it's like a form of centering your art, you know. I think. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's um, it's real. Yeah, and it's close to you, mm-hmm. which makes it more real. Completely. And more credible. Yeah. No, yeah, so like that. I mean, I don't like. I don't feel. I like, I don't understand why nobody else has done that. I like like it's it's so. Yeah. It's so like it, it makes yeah, it so there's tangible. Something, there's something really like unfortunate it, about people thinking that what is close to them isn't worthy, you know? That's, yeah. that's a real thing. It's, yeah. it's a, that's also like another thing that's perpetuated by the culture. It's right. the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. The grass is greener somewhere else. Yeah, the the no. illusion of better right. is always somewhere else. Right. I had the illusion. I had that thing going for like years. Yeah. Yeah. And only until like maybe last year did I finally get rid of it, wow. at least at least for it for, so that I could be a functioning person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there, but I mean, it, it's, it's better now. Right. And... You're right. Like, like, uh, there's a lot of people in Tucson that hate Tucson. Yeah. 
There's a lot of people in Phoenix that hate Phoenix. Hey, Phoenix. People in Arizona who hate Arizona. They're trying to go to LA. They're trying to go to they LA. They all go to LA. They all go to LA. I mean, I've had that thought too. LA, LA is not that special. <laughs> LA, LA is not yeah, that special. No. The only reason you go to LA is so you can go be an actor. Oh, uh, all right. Go, go be an actor. I'm going to go. I'm yeah, yeah go. you go be an actor. But, like, I mean, I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. I don't need to go anywhere. Like, You're this, right. The, like, this is, like, the change happens with me. Mm-hmm. And if I, could, if I can act in the way that, that I need to act, Mm-hmm. then the ripples will happen yeah. and that, that's all that needs to be done on yeah. my end and if I could do that then that's I'm good true. Um, I'll be fine so I'm like I try not to be stressed because all the power that exists I have yeah. right that's true uh, that's and I, true. I do my best not to give anybody power yeah I, I, I suck at it when it comes to relationships but that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a different podcast no yeah, I, feel podcast, yeah. I feel that I feel that mm-hmm yeah, I think I, I think maybe I function the same way. I in the in the well, you know, we're also both creators, so that's kind of how people who make stuff think, you know, like I guess so, dude. I, you are the only person who can choose See, what like, you're doing. Yeah, that's true. Like being a creator, you have to make yourself make your own inertia. Yeah, and then that's not like that's not. That, and that's not something really taught either in yeah. the culture itself. So yeah, like nobody it's... teaches us how to be inspired. Yeah. You know? And that's like all we need. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's all we need. Literally just like a that's, that's true it's right just there. like I cling to those moments. Yeah. Where it's like, wow. Yeah. Oh shit, don't let it go. Don't let it go. Like yeah. stay in this space, stay in this space. Like I think about that all the time, you know, we just gotta mm-hmm. kinda stay up at those moments where like you want to do it and you know why you want to do it mm. and like just stay on that just yeah. like stay in that space it's so hard though because life life yeah, <laughs> yeah, life yeah. gets in the way life does vacuum that up real uh-huh. quick yeah no that's true like for me for the longest time i think it was until i had i hit high school and i met my friend he's on the first podcast that i've done mm-hmm. i met my friend and he had he had a dream yeah like he had a legitimate dream i never like the, throughout my schooling i never yeah. met somebody with a dream and he's like i want to be a movie director and i'm like i'm like huh for real <laughs> like you got a dream <laughs> you want to go do something my brother dude i don't have one but i'll help you out um, and because of him i ended up doing some videos with him nice. and i liked the process by being involved sort of creating and, 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 and his moving creating sort of slowed down because he focused on writing again right. or, or, or he changed his focus, right. which left me out and I was like starving. And then I went and just went and did something wow, else. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was starving. Yeah, yeah. I was starving. Yeah. I, I, I asked him, like, when's the next project? And he's yeah. like, I'm busy writing, bro. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. And I'm like, fuck. You got bit by the bug. Yeah, I got bit by the bug. Uh, I I always had it, but the thing is, I never had a vision. Yeah. And and uh, and by finding somebody being my friend who had something, he wanted a direction, and I I was, dude, I help you. Like, like, please let me help you. Um, it was a great start. That's amazing. It was a great start for me, and that that's that's how I ended up in this room talking to you. Yes. That's how things happen. Uh, that's, that's how, how things, things happen. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's how, that's how you it You gotta works. be... People People are the only ones who can do that to you, you know? That's true. Like, make you want to chase something. It's true. It's true. It's it, and Mostly if it's, like, really, like, out of the ordinary mm-hmm. and not, like, not really normal. Right. So, like, yeah. yeah. I think, dude from like what we've like conversed about and everything, yeah. I think you should stick to writing. 
Yeah, I can't stop. You clearly, because <laughs> I, I, you know, acting is acting is awesome, and yeah. and that, and you know, I've been doing it for a long time, and mm-hmm. school is good, and I'm generally good at doing it or pretending to be okay at doing it and bullshitting <laughs> my way through right. school. But writing that. is a whole different world. It's it's a it's just. It's everything to me. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things to me. It fills you up. Yeah, I see it. It's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. All and I and you know what's, I feel bad sometimes, but like even just, my friends or conversations with people, is like me wanting to get more material. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So Wait, like, so you're there sitting there? No, I mean I uh, care about paying my attention and be like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that. Yes, because that's how just the people like, are like books, you know. Just, oh, I'm just amazing. checking them out. I'm just kidding. No. Wow. But I, but I, I do no, use, I do friends. use my friends. Take that you know, I'm I mean, not, uh, not, not in an unhealthy uh, way. You, you, sam- know? you sample life, homie. I sample live, yeah, homie. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I sample life. That's good. That's, that's, that's respect, like no, legitimately, because like. You're you're the way you write or the way it's a process. The way you pro like the way you like even like just have the idea of writing and you present it to me. Yeah, it, it lives it, like it, it makes it's me hardcore. excited. It's hardcore. It makes me excited. I don't play around about this. Oh, I don't do it for fun. It makes me if excited. I wrote if I wrote for fun, my writing would be way different. You know, and like, and I try not to be depressed I mean, in my writing. Don't you don't you have fun though when you're writing? Or? Yeah, it's the only fun I know. Okay. But like, <laughs> but it's not just for fun. It's not just for fun. Ah, ah, it right, can't. Okay, it can't be. Right, it can't be. There's good, times where like it's fucking terrible. Or like writer's block. Oh, that shit sucks. Why don't you write about the the writer's block? Cause it's I hate paying attention to it. I hate feeding it. I hate feeding it. I'm like, shut up. I can do this. Like I try. Well, what, what is writer's block for write. you then? It just. What writer's block means to me is a lot of like recycling the same stuff, or like, uh, or like I'll get writer's block, so I'll try and go back to stuff I've already written, mm. or like things on my phone that mm-hmm. aren't meant to be published, and right. and they're just there because I had that thought, and mm-hmm. so I try to really dissect it, and mm-hmm. I end up hating it. You know, I try and like break things apart, and it does, it never works, and, right. and so then I just get frustrated, and I'm like. Like this isn't working, and then and then I always get that really that fear that I'm not good. Like I'm like I'm like oh, I suck. Like I don't know what I'm doing. This uh. this is terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know why I chose this. Uh-huh. This is really I get scared as fuck. Like thinking about the chat book, mm-hmm. um, I get scared. Like I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like this mm. is so not gonna work. Like yeah, like I'm just and it's it's real moments of self doubt. Like have, have you um. Have you heard of the book called The War of Art? The War of Art? The War of Art. By who? Ah, shit. I forgot his name. No, I, I haven't read it. I think you would like it. Yeah. I think you would. I, I, I enjoy it. I'm not even like, I, I, I write now, but yeah. I'm not that intense of a writer. I, I enjoy when I yeah. write, but uh, you're on another level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that book is, is, a, is a great book about writing. Right. And the creative process. Yeah, the only like, I, I mean, I read some books for help on writing, I've, mm-hmm. I've written some books by um, Bradbury, and he, you know, he used to. I have no idea who that is. He's like an old <laughs> poet. Oh, he's okay. a white dead writer, which oh. I am obsessed with for some reason. Like I really like Sylvia Plath, and she's a, a, a white, alien words white, white, also a white dead writer. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, sometimes I feel like 
because I have different personas for different narratives in poetry. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the times it is me. A lot of the times it's, like, a child or, mm. like, an om- like omniscient, like, voice. Mm. And then sometimes I write from the perspective of, like, a 30-year-old male. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, awesome. I just feel you, you, it sometimes, you, you can, know? Like, and you do it just, like, naturally? Yeah, right? yeah. Just, like, like it, it I have an like idea, that? and I'm like, That's this amazing. is where I feel it from. A poem feels like... I'm so stuck in my own head, <laughs> I, I can never do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't get... So, no, well, you probably are... That's a good place to be. I miss my head sometimes. You miss your I miss head being so? in my own head sometimes. <laughs> I'm so... I honestly feel so, like, all over the place all the time. But not in an uncomfortable way. No, like... I've learned, like, to, I've learned to enjoy... The manicness. <laughs> no, uh, but like I think I, you should. I think yeah, like I just a poem feels like mm-hmm. a poem feels and 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 another person who actually said this was uh, Maya Angelou. Um, mm-hmm. She said that a poem feels like a storm, like off in the distance, mm-hmm. and you know it's coming, you know, but you're not very o- preoccupied with mm-hmm. it when it's far away. But it gets close, mm-hmm. and you just know, you know it's going to hit you. So, like, you have to be, like, Ready willing to accept it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and it feels like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like I, I can almost see, like, this huge, you know, fucking emotional or heavy thought heading my way. And um, most times I know from what perspective it's going to be. You know, sometimes it's like an observation. Sometimes it's a fu- it's a confessional thing. There's mm. some poems that I would never share. Right. You know, and they're just memories right. that I've suppressed, and then they come back. And that's and that's what happens when you write every day because mm. your brain is like searching. You know, right. it's like going through you've every op- file in let, there. You've let it know that this is the window in which you yeah. can, you can let something out. Yeah. And then so it gets used to it. So eventually it just becomes easier and easier for something to just come out. Yeah, writing is so complicated, you know, like because there's this type of stuff Mm -hmm. where where I'm accepting that there are things that already that are already made that I can still speak through, you Mm -hmm. know, because because of their content. And then there's and then there's stuff where like purely out of scratch. It's a feeling. It's a it's a very raw Mm -hmm feeling that comes from just within me and those are the ones that are the most moving poems they're not always the best poems but those are the ones that are like they almost feel like i told you in, in twitter it feels like throwing up mm-hmm. it feels like you you can't stop you know and it's right. and you're just like going and going and going and it's exciting and it's right. and then it's over and you can look at this i swear most of the time i don't know what i mean when i'm writing something I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just know it's like a line by line thing, you know, mm-hmm. like this line makes me think of this line and this line makes me think of this. And then the poem's finished and I read it and I'm like, oh, wow, like I really mm-hmm. think that I really feel this way. I really. And that's the most therapeutic part about about writing, you mm-hmm. know. It's <laughs> it's like it's this thing that I've accepted that even if it never makes me comfortable by the standards of america you know like living wise i i don't care like yeah. i would write if i were homeless yeah right. i would write on napkins and i'd still and and it's also important to me for people to read it which i think is something that people feel like it's too egotistical to say or too conceited but 
like if I didn't share it, it wouldn't mean anything to me. Mm. You know, it's like it's that vulnerability that's important. You of know, course, yeah. that that that's what makes a poem a poem. That feel, being able to confess something As like that. Be. You know, yeah. Because it's, it's 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 allowing somebody in your head. Yeah. And and you also infiltrate theirs. Right. Which is also fun. Exactly, yeah. and it's like and it and that has dignity to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not about like. Mm, this is how I feel. Sorry, you know, like, uh, uh, like I'm just, I'm no, like I'm still a whole person, mm-hmm. and I'm still a person of dignity and honor, mm-hmm. even if I'm telling you in a poem that this day I felt like fucking giving up, you know, right. that sometimes I don't understand what my place is in this world. Mm-hmm. No, it's I'm able to, I'm able to come up with things like that and mm-hmm. and share things like that, and I would hope that people are reading enough mm-hmm. or people are aware enough to understand that the poem means that I'm okay. The poem is not... Even if I wrote a poem and it was titled Suicide Note, you know? Right. The poem, the act of me writing something, editing it, proofreading it, reformatting it, breaking it up into stanzas, changing the punctuation, putting it on a fucking social media platform. You, know, you, you really, you know, like, like you got the whole I process. do. I That's really amazing. do. I mean, free rights are a little different. Free right. rights are kind of like yeah. whatever. Oh, okay. But mostly everything else is like completely really gone through strange. a process. You know, it's wow. not like. It's not just a cry, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a, it's a song, you know, yeah. it's a, it's, I don't know, the structure is important to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if structure is important to a lot of people who write, but structure is important to me. I mm-hmm. think that, I think it should be important. Yeah. I think skill is really important. I think, and I, and I think there are different ways to measure that. And, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I feel like if you're going to call yourself a writer, then you should be respecting the art as, as it is, you know? Storytelling. 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 I mean, storytelling is like the basis of all life, in my yeah. opinion. Storytelling is real. Storytelling is real. I mean, you have to, like, you you can't do like, storytelling is in almost everything anyone does. Yeah. Because even, they're even doing it to themselves. Because you probably have your own story just repeating in your own head right. I know I do mm-hmm. I, I, I every once in a while I catch myself reminiscing when I was little and just realizing that I'm slowly progressing into the, like my present point yeah and then I start to like maybe daydream from the future <laughs> and shit and then like uh, that, that happens to me once a week at least uh, I guess I could probably uh, I like my own story <laughs> yeah I like my own story a lot but that's me <laughs> well everybody has one you know that's the thing everybody does have one uh, now the question I, I, I like to that and to anybody listening, in your story, are you the winner or are you the loser? Remember that and, and see how you actually tell the story to yourself. Are you the judge? I'm just kidding. Oh, you're the judge no matter what. Like that's, I mean, you're the only judge. You're the only one that's that gets true. a judge. That's true. Uh, there, although I will say, Little Wayne had like this beautiful fucking quote. And, and, and no, it's Lil Wayne. <laughs> no, Lil Wayne is respectable. No, for sure. <laughs> he had this beautiful quote, and he's like, "You, you gotta let the them be the mirror, but don't let them judge you. Mm-hmm. Only you can judge what's in the mirror." Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's the truth right there. And Lil Wayne said that, and I was like, "Fucking beautiful words." Yeah, <laughs> <dude>. Lil Wayne, the <laughs> damn um, prophet. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, most rappers, I feel like, are prophets, if not all of them. Yeah, rappers are. 
rappers are something. A else. lot of rappers are really great poets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, they they they've got their own thing. I wish I could rap personally. Yeah. I can't rap. Me neither. I can't rap. Mm. Me neither. I can't rap and I can't write songs. Really? As much as a writer as you are? Yeah, writing songs is hard. Really? Yeah. Well, writing songs is like you have to have you know you have to know how an instrument will interact with words and like uh-huh. I don't think about sounds when I think well I don't think about instruments when I think about writing at all yeah neither do I yeah, yeah I'm trying to think about sound a lot I actually was thinking about making a series called noises mm-hmm. and like dissecting different noises and what mm-hmm. they mean but I that's a whole other thought <laughs> I don't know what even happen. <laughs> like but like writing a song is hard. Noises like just yeah, like, noises, like noises, uh, or like are you they're talking like about like words? Sounds no, like oh, noises and sounds of like a train, or like an airplane, oh, or like, you know, like different like a, things that we because we tune out so much now mm. because the world, like the soundscape of the world, has really drastically changed. That's what, that's what the know? mind does, though. Dude. Yeah, so we like tune things out because we need to focus yeah. on our daily things. But Completely. but there used to be a lot less sound and yet at the same time a lot more sound you know the birds and water or whatever the case right, and right, now right. it's like mechanical industrial things mm-hmm. that mean something i don't know i was thinking about that that's probably because of my sound design class but probably music is a whole different thing music is like you have to find a way to move people both physically <laughs> and interpersonally like you had to move somebody's heart and then move somebody's body and it's just like really hard (laughs) i've tried writing songs before and i'm just like not good at it yeah because it because i can't like i don't like repeating too much in my poetry so it's like you don't have to repeat yeah but kind of like you know the chorus and like fuck that shit you don't have to obey any old structure you can just make whatever you want (laughs) like whoever bands i'm writing for they're like what is this maybe i could be a ghostwriter for like a rapper yeah do it up (laughs) a rapper can you write raps I feel like uh, raps are closer to poets, yeah, poems yeah, than I like agree. a song would be, I, you know, a ballad. Yeah, because like Kendrick sometimes doesn't even have a verse or, or, or a yeah. chorus. It just goes exactly goes all three sometimes. Uh, that's fine. Maybe that's my gig. Yeah, that's, that's my life gig. goal. So it's a side job for yourself? <laughs> yeah. It's like you're a ghostwriter for a couple of rappers. You put that on your resume <laughs> and shit. I'm going to try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it up. Do I'm it up. do it. Shit. Oh, <laughs> you want to call this? You wanna, you wanna, you yeah. Know? Yeah. This is awesome. Cool. Wow. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, you want to pimp yourself out real quick? Uh, so I oh, you can. I guess you can follow me on Twitter. I think my username is your fave brown girl. I don't know how it's spelled, though. I don't, <laughs> it might be with a Y or with a U-R. I don't remember. It's you just... can just look me up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, U-R-B-R-O-W-N-G-U-R-O. On something. Uh, something. Either Instagram or Twitter. One of those two. There you go. Thanks. Is it? Yeah, awesome. Thank, All right, you well, thank you guys. And of course, thank you for being on this. All right, catch you later. And ranting. Yeah. <laughs>